Hi, guys. Welcome to Wandering into the Woods, a podcast brought to you by the creators of Adventures with PG. This is Linda. And this is Jarrett. And today we'll be talking to you about Jarrett's adventure into the Narrows here in Texas. Um, Jarrett, uh, could you just tell us to begin, so, as somebody from, you know, deep south Texas, where are the Narrows? So the Narrows are part of the Blanco River. They're not really near anything. I guess you could say they're close to Blanco, kind of. But so, so if I'm looking at a map of Texas, where would I start? Where would you point my finger to first? Blanco. Where is Blanco? Um, Fredericksburg. And Fredericksburg is a little bit southwest of Austin? It I don't maybe a little bit southwest, but mostly west. Okay, mostly west. Yeah. So it's between Austin and San Antonio. Yeah. Right, but to the west. But to the west. West, okay. Okay, and somewhere along there is the Blanco River. And somewhere along there are the Narrows. Yeah. Okay. So that way we have a better idea for those people that are not from Texas, more or less of what we're talking about. What is the landscape in this area like? Um, I mean, it's pretty classic central Texas. Rocks, shrubs, some trees, and limestone rocks everywhere. So that being said, what is it that attracted you and made you say, hey, I want to go on a really long hike to this location? Um, I mean, it's one of the coolest river spots in Texas, I think. Uh, it's, I don't know, fern walls. It's a cat. It's a a valley. Uh-huh. Uh, no, a canyon. Okay. So. So what's the difference between the valley and a canyon? I, mean, <laughs> I just I pretended know. like I knew. But I don't know, I, I but don't. It, it's considered a canyon. It's got like. 20-ish foot um, cliff walls and big pools that are nice and cold. And it's got a couple of waterfalls in it. And, like, ferns grow off the side of the canyon walls. And it looks really cool. Oh, sounds uh, pretty cool for a summer uh, hike. Are, are there trees shading your path or is it just all? No, it, it's a river, right? Right. So you walk in a river, which means there's not a lot of... Um, shade or anything because you're in a river and trees don't grow out of rivers. So explain to me why you're hiking or traveling on riverbanks or a river no, you, to uh, the Narrows. So in Texas, um, a rivers that are assessed as navigable, which is like 33 or 33 feet across on average, are considered to be Texas Parks and Wildlife land. Uh-huh. And so to do it Legally or mostly legally, you have to remain in the riverbed mm-hmm. or on the riverside of the bank crest. Okay. And so that's why you have to hike in the river to remain legal so you're not walking through other people's private property. So what you're telling me is that the path to the Narrows and the land surrounding the Narrows themselves are private owned. The land surrounding, yes. Okay. So... You can't, that's why you can't just hike through trees or anything. You can't take any other route unless you get the permission of the landowners, landowners around yeah, you. Yeah, that's correct. Right. Okay. So were you guys the only ones out there when you were, uh, when you visited this time? Did you uh, encounter people on your, on your way? So uh, when we first started walking, we found some people fishing. It looks like they came down from like some RVs or campers. I don't know if they're full-time living there or if they're like Airbnbers. Mm-hmm. And then... That's about it for the way out there. We got there and we found someone, a family who said they had rented the Narrows. 
and then two other hikers who had come from upstream, and we came from downstream. Now, that family has said that they rented the Narrows. Can you rent the Narrows? I mean, technically, you cannot rent the Narrows themselves because it's the body of water, but mm-hmm. you could, in theory, rent the land around it Okay. from the landowner. So these people wanted you to, or, or were kind of warning you that they had rented the place and therefore you couldn't be there. Yeah, they were cordial, but cool about they had rented it since March and they just wanted to enjoy it as a family. But it was, they just wanted to be in the waterfall section and we were like, whatever, we're cool with whatever. So we explored, you know, downstream some more and like the big holes and along the canyon walls inside of the Narrows. Well, and I'm bringing this up because in case any of our listeners want to, you know, adventure or take that journey into the Narrows, they might encounter another family or another set of individuals telling them that they reserve this place. And, you know, it, it would be good to know what to respond, which is, hey, this is public land. I mean, public, publicly owned because I'm on in the water, in the river. So, you know, you can't really rent it. I don't know if that's even worth it. I think it's easier just to say, oh, okay, and to try and avoid conversation because if you get the sheriff involved, there's still going to be an issue. Why would there be an issue if you're lawfully there? Uh, because that doesn't always matter. You can be arrested for trespassing or whatever, and then that can get sorted out later, but you're still arrested or detained at that point. So I, I think you're better off just saying, oh, okay, and avoiding the conversation of those those folks out there if they have that mentality. Okay. Interesting. But, you know, my concern is that, you know, you ran into people that were um, kind, but, or or kinder, you know, not every person's going to be that way. Nope. And that's why if they're willing to be mean and call the police, it's probably not worth your effort to talk to them and try and explain the complicated legality of the situation. So if I were to go over there, should I take a little printout of the law saying, uh, you know, this land is navigable? I, I, it's, it's. I mean, I've seen it online that that's what people recommend, but I still don't think that's going to matter in the initial phases. I mean, you're going to show a police officer and they're going to say, okay, great. We're still taking you in for trespassing right now. All right. So if you're going to go into the Narrows, for those of you listening, uh, make sure you have an attorney on call. <laughs> so, yeah, that might be something uh, you need. Yeah, because um, it's a very uh, what's it's a very desired spot for Texan hikers or Texan explorers to visit. It's one of those, you know, magical spots that everybody wants to get to. And it doesn't help that a lot of people, like kids, have driven across land and just gone straight out there instead of doing the hike and doing it the legal way. So they've kind of irritated people and the other issue is that it's county sheriffs that are the police officers there Mm -hmm. and sheriffs are elected officials so they have a tendency to do what their constituents want so that's another part of the aspect so what is it that led you and your friend to go there then um we had a weekend off and it's somewhere that i've wanted to go and i've been loosely planning for a while and you know it just worked out that it was a good time to go but what was your plan then, considering all the challenges you've just told us about? Um, it was making sure that we entered uh, from a water crossing. So you step legally off a road into the riverbed. And so you don't ever touch anyone's property. Mm-hmm. And doing that and just doing your best to stay in the riverbed itself. So you were willing to risk getting arrested? Uh, I mean, loosely. I didn't think we'd have a problem. And I was willing to play the veteran card if needed. 
<laughs> I don't know if that would have helped or not, but it okay. was a tool in my tool bag. Okay. Interesting. So how long was your uh, walk slash swim up the river and into the Narrows? So there's not too much swimming because it's the downstream portion known as the Dry Blanco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how long it was. Let's say three to four hours for seven miles. Okay. And that was the, the trip there. And then another seven miles down. Yeah. Wait, on your way back, right? Yeah, but we got to take a shortcut on the way back. Okay, how did you take the shortcut? Um, on the way back, we met a couple that was swimming in the river, and they said, hey, that's so cool that you went to the Narrows. I've been there a couple of times, but I've never done it as a hike. Mm-hmm. Y'all look tired. You can just cut through our property. Oh. So we walked through their property and got on the road, and it probably saved us a mile, but the road is a lot easier than walking in, in the right. riverbed, especially in certain spots where it's real rocky or things like that. Oh, so you were wearing um, swimming shoes, or what were you wearing? No, just hiking shoes. Okay. You know, because I don't wear boots or anything. I wear, like, shoes that you could either run and or hike in. Was most of the water level, like, walkable, or were you? did you find yourself swimming most of the time? What, what was it like? No, so the water that we ran into, almost all of it you could wade in. Uh-huh. There was one section, I don't know between half a mile, but definitely not more than a mile. The first time on the way out going to the Narrows, we ended up swimming a lot of it. Uh-huh. So it's like about half a mile to a mile? Yeah. Okay. But on the way back, we learned and we followed like the sandbar in it. So we only probably had to swim, I don't know, 200 meters to 400 meters. So swimming is definitely required. Yeah. And then you could... There are other parts where you could not swim, but it's so slick mm-hmm. that you're better off just swimming. Yeah. And, I mean, what we did is our bags had waterproof bags in them, dry bags. Mm-hmm. And so you just keep them on your bag back or you put them in the front of you and you just float. Okay. And you kick and swim. So it's kind of like a built-in life vest. Not as safe, but gets the job done. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Especially if you're not a strong swimmer, you know, that that's a little extra help you could get. Yep. Oh. Um, anything else you want to tell us about the Narrows or that you thought was cool? Um, I mean, I guess I could walk you through the kind of the basic timeline. Okay. Um, you know, so from all of the research we'd done, I'd done on the internet, it made it sound like it was a nightmare and they handed out all sorts of trespassing uh, fines and tickets. Didn't encounter that this time. It doesn't mean, I guess that'll be everyone's experience, but I guess if you are out there just as a hike and look like a hiker, you won't get messed with. If you're out there looking like a partier, I assume that there's some of that perception and you'll get harassed. But I don't know. I can only speak from my one-time experience. Um, The big issue is what to do with your car. There's a lot of no parking, and I'm sure a lot of the locals don't want you parking there on their land. So what'd you do? So it works best to get dropped off at one of the bridges Mm -hmm. and then also get picked up there. Um, I guess another option, it seems like there's some Airbnbs in the area. They're not going on right now because of COVID, but you know, maybe next summer, if things are better, that could be an option for a lot of people is to get an Airbnb and then walk to the river itself. Um, so, you know, we got, we got to our bridge, stepped in, started going. I was definitely real nervous at the beginning because, you know, I was expecting people to come running out from everywhere to be like, get off our land. Cause that's kind of how the internet makes it seem. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we didn't experience that. Um, Our first people that we found were those fishers. 
fishermen, fisher ladies. It was about five people, somewhere between three and five. I don't remember the exact number. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not looking forward to meeting them, but we walked up to the first guy and he was friendly, like, oh, how far did you walk? And we're like, hey, did you catch anything? And he's like, not yet. And then everyone else just kind of waved at us as we went by. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, I don't know, a mile or two in. Um, then, when, then when we got to like a dry section, uh, it wasn't too bad. Then we got to like sections with like, uh, they were rock fields pretty much. So you had to scramble over a bunch of small rocks. That was kind of one of the hard areas. Uh, we also got to an area with really high cliff walls on the side. Mm. But you can see up, and there's, like, people who build their houses, like, right on the edges. So oh, you, wow. as you'd get closer, you'd hear, like, air conditioners, but you wouldn't know what it was. you just hear, Mrrr. Oh, okay. And you'd be like, oh, there's a house. Okay, that's cool, I guess. Seems mm-hmm. kind of dangerous, but I, I get the appeal. It's their home insurance. Yeah, I know. Okay, and the nature that they're yeah. destroying. <laughs> and then, uh, so we got, we got you know, a little bit further um, past that. We got to that half mile or so section where we had to swim, and we had to actually like swim the first way, first time because that's kind of how we got. We tried to stay near one of the banks, but that apparently was the deep side. Okay. So that required us to um, do a lot of swimming. Uh, my friend was the first one to give it an attempt because he kept bragging about how much water polo he plays. Oh God. So he was trying to hold his backpack over his head. And uh, he drank uh, quite a bit of river water, and I giggled at it, and I was also a little worried he was going to die at the time. But he pulled through. He pulled through. Wow. Okay. And then, so we ended up swimming a good chunk of that. Um, It was a test for our bags to see how dry they would stay. They worked. Um, Everything stayed dried. No electronics uh, failed or anything. Um, We continued on. We got to another, I guess it would be like a swimming hole section, and he jumped off a, a it was like a rock. It wasn't like the bank, so we didn't actually trespass. Mm-hmm. But it was like a large rock that was like in the river. And uh-huh. he climbed up it and jumped it off. Well, I don't know. I dumped some rocks out of my shoes or something because that mm-hmm. happens. And uh, so he did that. And then we kept going. It rained right at that point. The sun was out, but it was one of those like no clouds, sun out rain. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, we kept going. And then we got to a very like long dry section where it's wide, real dry, dusty. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, it was pretty hot there and it was later in the day. Um, you're going to get dust in your shoe. Also, your shoes are just going to be wet a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. We started the trip with our socks off, but we're just like, eh, let's just keep our socks on because they're going to get wet and it's at least protecting us from all these rocks and dust. Right. And then after like the long, dusty section, it goes back and forth a little bit, but you'll know the next set, we start to get into a wider like canyon and there's actually some water. Mm-hmm. and it'll definitely, like, you should be like, oh, okay, I'm getting close to the Narrows, because it starts to kind of look like it, but not quite. You know, things are, the canyon walls are a little bit wider, the water's warm, but as you walk up that about a mile or so, it starts to narrow and narrow, and the water gets cooler, and you get those deeper holes. Yeah. And, you know, just at some point, you'll be like, yeah, this is the Narrows, I can tell, because it's cooler. And it's not faking you out? Nope, it's okay. not faking you out. It's the real deal. And it's a great feeling to be there. Um, we uh, we got there, like, right as the family. Like, they were just a little bit ahead of us. Had I not ruined the trip and forgot my backpack, and which is why I had to come back to our house and get it, we actually would have beaten them there and not had an issue with, like, running into them. Yeah. But, you know, we showed up. Uh, there's, like, a, a little waterfall slash run with real slip slippery rock. In the Narrows, I mean, the Narrows is long, but that's where everyone wants to go. And 
the guy helped us, you know, he showed, he's like, this is how you do it. I'm a rock climber. And, you know, and then you get up to this little pool section and there's another little waterfall slippery and he showed us how to do it. And, you know, all the time he's like being cordial and nice and helping us, but occasionally throwing out things like, yeah, y'all shouldn't be here. Or I shouldn't be helping you or, you know, things like yeah. that. He, I don't think he actually said you shouldn't be here, but he's like, I rented it. I had it since March. We were sick in March, so you may not want to be around us. That's why I'm not, you know, giving you a hand or anything. And I shouldn't even be helping you. And we're like, yeah, cool. Okay. Cool story, bro. Yeah. So we went up <laughs> the two, the two little waterfalls that are by pools. And then you get up to the last section and I don't know, it's 10 feet tall, but it's actually like a little, a, a real waterfall where water, water comes down. It's not just like a slick wall that water mm -hmm. runs over. It actually drops down and it's a cliff face. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So we hung out there. Then we went down. Um, you got to jump into the pools because they're slick. So you just hop down, jump into the water, swim to the wall, jump down. I like, got glass in my hand. Ugh. In one of those sections, so I had a cut for like a while. The glass somebody left out there? Yeah, it must have been a shard or something oh, sharp. Because I was just like, oh, that was sharp. And then I looked down, I had a cut, and I was bleeding a little bit. But it wasn't a big deal. Hmm. I survived. I'm glad. I didn't get any any infection or anything. Uh, so we messed around at the Narrows for an hour. You know, we avoided them. Some of the the deep holes that are that I'm talking about, um, you they actually are connected. So if you're brave, you can swim under and connect. Oh God, but you don't know which ones. Yeah, I'm sure you've got to take it easy. Uh, if you had a light, I, I took goggles. Didn't really help very much because the water is so dark and deep. Um, if you had like an underwater light, I'm sure it would help a lot. There's a, some that are like obviously just like a little archway that's like a foot wide, and you can be like, oh, I can swim under that, and you can do it, and it feels cool. Yeah. We saw like uh, I don't know a tadpole. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like almost frog. You told me about that. Yeah, it was real cool. I don't think I've ever seen like a tadpole that close to being frog. So that was a neat find. Yeah, it's in a metamorphosis. Something like that. <laughs> um, and then you know, after being there about an hour, we decided it was time to head back. Uh, we went back. We didn't have to swim as much because we got a little bit smarter about finding sandbars and moving to the left and right to try and find things to walk on. And then, you know, about where we saw the fisher, the people fishing, which is about two miles or so, I'd say, mm -hmm. that's when we met the the couple that lived there and we like cut through our land and that saved us a bunch of time. That's nice. That was yeah. Nice of them. And we made sure to get their names so it wasn't a trap. We're like, just in case anyone gets upset that we're on your land. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, no worries. So they told us their name and everything. And uh, we made it back to the car or we made it back to our pickup site and it was no issue. Got in the car and left. Sounds like a great, uh, great time, great adventure. Yeah, it's definitely difficult. I'd like to do it um, from upstream to downstream. You know, we did downstream and then back downstream. Mm -hmm. I'd like to do both. But if you start upstream, it's a lot more wet because there's more river and you have to do a lot more swimming. So you wanted to do it harder? I mean, I just want to get the full experience, see what it's like. Well, I, why is that the full experience? Because I want to see what upstream looks like too. Okay. You know? I could be missing some cool areas because there was plenty of cool areas downstream. Not as cool mm -hmm. as the Narrows, but still things like noteworthy. Okay. And then, but you also, you know, you've got to be prepared to swim more and you need a rope to get down that waterfall Ew. if you want to be legal, right? Because yeah. you need to go down the water itself. Sounds definitely like a good, like Central Texan adventure trip to take. For yeah, sure. but you need to be prepared. You need to have water, um, probably a filter. We got low. 
You uh, know how to swim. You need to have some upper body strength. You yeah. have to be ready to hike, obviously. And walking on all the rocks, it's a little bit, it's a, it's a more intermediate to hard challenge doing yeah. it. So you've got to be physically fit. And my calves came back like gloriously tanned because that's where the sun was aimed the entire time. So be, I rolled my eyes at that. <laughs> be prepared to have uh, sun protection. I wore a long sleeve shirt and shorts. Um, depending on the time of the year, I may do it in pants. If I was going to start upstream, I'd definitely be in shorts. But if I was doing downstream again, I think I'd wear pants this time. Mm. Did you take any snacks with you? Yeah, definitely. We took um, salami and cheese for lunch. And I don't know, I had like uh, some paydays. And yeah. then my friend brought, I don't know, whatever he brought. And... So you eat in... So if you can't take a lot of water for some for some reason, at least take a water filter, right? Yeah, because it's a river, and you'll yeah. find water along the way, and you can filter it as you go. It might not taste as good, though, so maybe if you can. I don't know. It tastes fine I, if you have no issue with <laughs> filtered water. But I haven't run into any water that's been filtered that just still tastes horrible after that. Okay. Well... I can't think of any more questions um, at the, at this time. It sounds like a great trip. I know some yeah, it definitely is. People are definitely interested in going. It's worthwhile. Just make sure you do it legally and you're respectful, and you'll have way less trouble that way. Okay, and um, well, thank you, Jared, for sharing with us your experience yep, at the Narrows. Definitely worth it. Um, guys, if you would like to uh, learn more about adventures with BG. You can go onto our website, adventureswithbg.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at adventureswithbg. Those are the letters B and G at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook. And uh, for Wandering Into the Woods, this is Jared and Linda. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody.